Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. TPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Cell Life with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Lota Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Starless Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio's open mic open to all pastors preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Dorothy Patterson, the reality, the reality show. show, right now on TPV Radio.
welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the Reality Coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started.
show, you guys, hold on one second. Isn't this something? Something always happens to my computer. Something always happens when I'm on the show. But anyway, my phone just went blank, but needless to say. But as I was saying, we can read something and interpret it totally different. So I just want everyone to know that it's okay. If you don't understand it the way I understand it, we're okay with that. And we're going to learn in America to agree to disagree, and we will be fine. No problem, no worries. So let me pray real quickly. Father, our Father, I just come thanking you once again for giving me the opportunity to present you from inside of me to the people once again. Father, I know I'm not perfect, but you are. And in you, I will do what you would have me to do. Lord, give me the words to say to the people. Give the people the words to say to me. Give the words to us to say to one another, especially when we disagree, God. Let us disagree in harmony if there is a disagreement. And if there is all agreement, Lord, we thank you in advance for it. Lord, we ask that you bless our country. Give us the strength that we need to sustain during this tumultuous time of discomfort, distrust, and and, 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 and just the harshness that we're seeing, Lord. We just ask you to give us the strength to endure, Father. We thank you, Father. We ask that you just continue to watch over all of our families, Lord. We ask that you continue to give us the peace of mind that is needed to maintain some level of sanity in this world where calamity is all around us, Father. We thank you in advance. We thank you for what you're doing, going to do, and have done. It is in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, and Father, if we begin to say something that is not going to be pleasing to you, we ask that you not let it come out of our mouth. And anyone is not here to be in harmony and cannot agree to disagree or agree to agree, Lord, we ask that you just come in and, 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 and Wrap your love around us all and let us know that we have to be here until you call us on to see you. Father, it is in the mighty name of Jesus that we do pray. Amen. Okay, guys. Now, as I was watching the debate last night, I mean, I have to say, I think that for it to be a first presidential or vice presidential debate of Camilla Harris, she did very well. She did very well. I did, for me, I did see some nervousness. But who wouldn't be nervous? I mean, you're running for VP, you're female, you are not of the normal color, and you are going against people who have shown you that they can be brute and they can be inconsiderate of your feelings and not even let you get your voice heard. So I think with that, I give hand claps to Camilla Harris. Now, and, and, and I'm the reality coach. I am, I am fair, and I give up to Pence. I do, because he was poised. He was so much not like the president. Matter of fact, y'all, wasn't it good to see that he can actually talk? I didn't know he had a voice, because we never see him talking. And one of my good friends, she pointed that out to me. She said, I got to hurry and get home so I can see if he can even talk because we've never heard him. I mean, I think the whole four years, I've only seen him myself, maybe twice, speaking. 
And and maybe I just wasn't on the TV or didn't have it on the channel when he was speaking. But I'm just glad that he does have a voice, and he did well, except for he did show a little bit of Trumpism. And I will say Trumpism, because Trump would not shut up, shut ism, shut up ism, and he would talk over the uh, the 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 running the running candidate, which is Joe Biden. And I saw a little bit of that in Pence, but I see Kamala, she held her ground. She held, let me say her last name. I'm saying Pence, I'm saying Trump, and I'm saying Biden. Let me give her due respect. Harris. But I show like Camilla, because she showed sound like a homie. But needless to say, Harris held her own, and she did not let him talk over her. And I like how she would politely say, I'm speaking. It's my turn. And whenever he would overextend himself, she would kindly ask the moderator, well, the moderator said, I'll give you 15 seconds. She said, no, I need longer than that. I need equal time. So she handled herself very well in this debate. Now, I don't, now, y'all, I know y'all ain't going to like this, but there were some things that kind of concerned me with her as well as things that concerned me with Pence. But that doesn't make either one wrong or right. It just makes me understand that they have their opinion and they have their beliefs because, like I said, sometimes we can interpret things differently. But again, that's why we all have to, after each debate, we have to all go do our own research and form a formulated judgment accordingly to what the people said out of their mouth. I don't need, I'm glad Pence pointed out some things, but I don't need his opinion in order to formulate mine. I'm so glad that, um, I'm so glad that Camilla, I mean, sorry, Harris pointed out things. But I don't need Harris's opinion in order to formulate mine. I thank them both for what they did, and I thank them for actually giving us a debate. But y'all know, now y'all know, now y'all know it was some dodgeball going on. It was dodgeball. And what I mean by that, it was like dodgeball with a segue. You know, I'm going to get to your question, but let me fin- let me go back to what he said and let me get him, get my dibs in on him, or let me get my dibs in on her. However we want to say it, there was a segue in between all of this before with, with dodgeball. But I can dig it. I can understand it because you're not getting ready to judge me, and I don't get my turn. Now, I got two minutes. Trust me, I'm going to talk so fast that I'm going to sound like an auctioneer, but I'm going to get it in because you're not going to judge me and not give me an opportunity to, to defend what you're saying. And I think that Harris did a wonderful job of that, and Pence did a wonderful job of digging, and he did a wonderful job of combating dudes as well because they both judged each other, and that was fine because that's what a debate is. It tells you about the character of the person as well as the facts, and they discuss issues. Now, y'all, y'all know, coronavirus was the first question. Now, I think they both did good. But I think Camilla kind of won that little little bit right there because she was a little more, she had a little more leverage from what we can see that the media, and as we all know, I'm not taking sides here, anyone. I'm just letting you know. I'm keeping it real. I'm the reality coach. And again, this is my perspective, my viewpoint, and my thoughts on it. And if you don't agree with me, it's all right. It's okay. You don't have to. But it's okay. 
Just give me your opinion. You don't agree? Hit that phone number, 515-605-9873, and let's talk about it. Come talk with me. No problem. I have no problem with that because I can agree to disagree, and I can agree to agree and have no problem. And then we'll turn around and ask me what we want to go eat. Okay? That's how the reality coach does it. Now, she was she had a lot of leverage to stand on because here it is, um, Trump wasn't wearing a mask. He would always say he didn't need his mask or he would say his mask was in his pocket or what have you. And then to come out to uh, you not wearing your mask and things like right after your debate, a week later, you have coronavirus. So, hey, that gave her leverage. Something that you don't believe in, but you caught it. But then, hey, Pence was able to defend that as well because we all know uh President Trump was not going to stay in the hospital. I don't care. They they could have had, I don't know, Houdini. He was going to break out of that hospital and go on and do whatever he wants to do because that's just Trump. That's just the president that we have, or at least it appears to be that he just does what he wants to do. And, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but, hey, that's what I see. Everybody else, can, if they're in the hospital, they just can't come out. Now, I haven't seen him out in public, but then again, I don't know if he has or hasn't, but I did see him on a on on a, on a clip stating that I take myself out of the hospital. I'll be quarantined for ten days, but I take myself out of the hospital. But here's the beautiful thing: I saw him wearing a mask when he got off the plane. He had a mask on. I did see that with my own two eyes. So hey, sometimes God has to let us learn a lesson, has to teach us a lesson in order to go along and understand the lesson. So hey, that's fine. Whatever it takes. So saying this, saying this, Trump learned that sometimes in some situations you do need to wear a mask. And y'all, let me tell you, I don't like wearing that mask myself. I I can't tell you how many times I've had to get my exercise, go back to the car and get my mask. Before, I, when I get up to the door, I notice that everybody's looking at me like this. You, y'all know that look. They give everybody something like they turn their head. And then that's when you realize, oh, my mask. And you got to go back to your car, get your mask. So I understand. I get it. I don't like wearing a mask all the time, but I do understand when we're living in a pandemic, pandemic, I want to see if you take that, okay, pandemic, let's listen. Let's it's spell P-A-N-D-E-M-I-C. So let's take the D-E-M out and what we get. So when we're living in a pandemic, pandemic where we can get the word panic, we gotta do what the people want us to do. We got we gotta live here. Hey, I don't like it. Somebody looking at me crazy because I don't want to wear my mask. Well, guess what? In order to get along and get on about my business, guess what I do? I go get my mask. I put it on. I hurry up and do what I'm gonna do. And then I soon I can't even get to the exit door fast enough. I mean, the exodus can't get to me fast enough, and I can't get to it fast enough. And y'all know something? You know what I noticed? It's like that mask, it's like it's like a pair of hurting shoes. Ladies, you know, when we're trying to be cute and we put them heels on, you know, when we used to, you know, whether you go to the club or to the church, you got some heels on, and everybody has experienced those shoes that hurt your feet. It seems like the closer you get to the car, the further it is away, and that shoe seems to just be getting tighter and tight and tight. It almost makes you want to take it off and walk on rock. Well, that's the same way it is with that mask. It seems like the closer I get to the door, the more oxygen I seem to be losing. I start who's trying to hurry up and get to that door because I'm like, Lord, if I don't get this mask. 
And 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 y'all, I I, I just snatched the mask off so hard sometimes. Now one time I thought I was being cute, you know. I was being cute. So I'm gonna try, you know, I have my little I got a I got my little my little bling mask, you know. And when I'm thinking I'm really cute and and, and, and it get getting kinda hot and it gets getting kinda hot and I go to snatch out one time I snatched it out so fast through my whole earring and hit the man in front of me that I thought I was being cute in front of. I just all I could do is say, Excuse me, can you hand me Hand me my earring, please. Hand me my earring. Thank you, honey. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, but I, I mean, it's just like I said, that mask can get so hot, and the closer you get to that exit, it seemed like all the oxygen that you was able to breathe before you got to that pass dissipated and disappeared. And it's the same way with those hurting shoes at church or at the club. Now, some of y'all know y'all go to the club, and some of y'all go to both places. So y'all get double pain for your beauty. And it's all right. We deal with it. And that's how we're going to deal with this situation. All of us are going to be hurt at some point throughout this situation. With everything that we're seeing, we're all going to have an issue. But it's okay. It's all right. And y'all know I've had my share of pain. Woo, child, my share of pain. But guess what? It's all right. I'm going to be all right. And guess what? Because I know a man. Some of y'all know him, too. I mean, some of y'all really know him. I ain't talking about the ones that know of him. I know a man that can part the Red Sea. I know a man that can tell me, fret not myself of evil doers, for they will soon be cut down. I know a man, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I know a man says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I know a man because he is my, he's my Lord. He is my shepherd that I will not fear. I know this man. It's not I know of him. I know him because I carry him with me, not in a backpack, but I carry him in me. Remember, we've talked about that backpack where some of y'all carry him on you, but we got to switch it from on to in, and that's what he is with me. That's why I can boldly say it's going to be all right. You don't agree with me? I'm good with that too. You got a problem with me? All right, no problem. It's all good. So now y'all, y'all know I go off on a tangent and go way to Japan and have to come all the way back to Texas. So I'm back now. Let me get back to my point of thought. The subject matter is, was it a debate or was it dodgeball? Debate or dodgeball? And I think it was a little bit of both. But it was welcomed after the the, the debacle of discord that we saw between the actual presidential candidates. The VPs did very well. The, the, the VPs, the incumbent, and the one trying to come in, they did very well. And, yes, there were some hiccups, and y'all, you know, I got, now y'all know, Saturday Night Live, I can't wait for Saturday Night Live this week, baby. They going to tap pins up for that fly landing up on that hatchway. That fly was trying to get out that hatchway, y'all. I, 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 I was trying to concentrate on what they were saying, but I kept saying that. Is somebody going to tell him to get that fly off that hatchway? But you know what? He must use Donald Trump's hairspray. That fly was stuck like, I need that as a fly squad. They need to put some of that on some paper, a fly paper or something, because that fly couldn't get off that hair. Did y'all see it? I know y'all did, because I did. But Saturday Night Live going to tear pins up with that one. I mean, and, and you know, and Camilla did good, because I know she's seen that fly. I know she's seen that fly landing on that man. Like they said in the show, ooh, that rain going to 
that rain gonna fall on your head. Well, that that fly landed on his head, and it did not move. I mean, that fly was stuck like flypaper. But you know, Camilla did good because you know, you know, it's kind of like when you, you you know, she didn't even try to make a hint to him. You know, you know how you rub your head a little bit. You know how you do. Or uh, somebody got something on their nose, you walk up, rub your nose. You know, trying to get him a hint. Or you wipe your mouth in the corner. You know how you do trying to get people a hint. But she did good. She act like she didn't see that fly, and I know she saw that fly. But Camilla Harris, good job, good job. I mean, yeah. And, and look, somebody in the Monica said she was trying so hard, and I'm like, girl, I had to laugh. I couldn't help but laugh. I'm telling you, I laughed so hard. And then what got me is he didn't even notice the fly was there. You know, that was some layers of hairspray. Now he was groomed to the nine. He was groomed to nine. I have to say one thing about Pence. He's going to be groomed very well. So he's got a good stylist, and I, 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 I kind of wish. I just kind of wish President Trump would kind of get his stylist and kind of just, you know, instead of having the, the, the salute, just get the bang put down just a little bit. Like this, get it laid down to the side. You know, just, just lay it to the side a little bit or something, but, you know, that don't have it. Well, I guess he don't want to salute sometimes, so his hair just does it for him. I don't know why Trump wear that hairstyle, y'all. I'm sorry. It's just not becoming President Trump. I'm sorry. You need to get to a different color and a different hairstyle. And if you don't have none underneath that, it's okay to let it go. Just let it go. Kind of like Stephen Wonder. Y'all know Stephen Wonder still wearing those braids and his hair start back here. Somebody needs to tell me, it's okay, Stevie. You look nice either way. You look nice either way. And I'm sorry, I ain't trying to talk about nobody, but I'm just saying. Sometimes I'm a hairstylist by nature, and I just know that's what I do. I do things to beautify people and enhance their image. So I'm just letting Trump know it's okay to let go of the salute. It's okay. Stevie, it's okay to let go of the braids because you don't have but five braids holding on to 100 beads. And I know that's your signature, but you, you, we know who you are. Truly, we do. Now, y'all, that's okay because he's still a handsome man either way. And we're going to keep listening to his music, and we're going to keep Watching President Trump hair salute people, but it's okay. But Pence, big up to your stylist. Big up very well with you. Camilla, big up to you. You look nice, too. They look very nice and very professional, both of the candidates. Yeah. Now, like I said, now that coronavirus, Camilla got him on that one. She did. Now. Oh, and y'all, let me say something about the moderator before I go on. She was good. She was good. Now, they both started getting on her nerves at the end, and at the end, she just finally said, hey, 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 hold them up. She needs to go teach that other moderator how to handle President Trump because, see, she was trying to, uh, 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 Pence was trying to handle her, and she was like, no, 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 no. Now, now, Mr. VP, the vice president, look at here now. If she'd have had a rock, she probably would have thrown it at him. If you don't shut up. That's what she wants to do. She handled herself. She handled this. She handled this very well. And there was times where she couldn't get a grip on it, but she didn't let go. She didn't relent. She stayed in there. She didn't sit over there like the last moderator. Oh, um, Mr. 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 President, Mr. President. No, she said, look. She gave him that mama look. And maybe sometimes it takes a woman. Maybe Trump's gonna need a female moderator the next time, and let her go moderate. Cause see, she'll look about him. Now look at here. You gonna hush now. It's not your turn anymore. And Pence did kind of get over, go over a little bit. And I like how Camilla said, hey, look, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. 
She didn't let nobody run over her. So that's a good sign, America. That's a good sign. But now I'm going to tell you now, you know, y'all. Now, last week I was called two faces. Well, this week I'm getting ready to be five faces, okay, y'all? Because I'm the reality coach and I can do that. Because I'm giving you my reality of what I saw through my eyes. So it's going to look like I'm five faces, two faces, four faces, whatever face you want to be, I'm probably her. Hello, call me her, the reality coach. Now, let me just tell you. Now, now, Camilla, I'm sorry, Harris, Camilla just so easy to say, y'all. I just love saying Camilla because, I mean, it's like she's my homie, you know, like my cousin in the kitchen or something. Camilla, girl, let me tell you now what you ain't going to do. And, see, I don't know Pence like that, so I just call him Pence, you know, because, you know, I don't know him like that. But I don't know Camilla either, but she just looks like a homegirl. But, anyway, maybe she looks more like me. I don't know. I'm sorry, y'all. I ain't trying to be. You know, but y'all know I, I'm just real. Okay, Harris. Y'all remind me to say Harris. That's so rude. Because I got to, I mean, if she becomes the vice president, I got to learn to say vice president Harris. It ain't going to look like me up the house. Vice president Camilla. Hey, girl. <laughs> That's going to be out of order. And y'all know I can get out of order. But I'm going to try to stay in order. If she becomes the president, y'all help me now. So, I mean, vice president, I have to say vice president Harris. Okay. So, anyway. Now, vice, now, 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 Harris, now you alarm me, and I'm going to tell you why, people. I understand the abortion issue. I get it. Totally get it. But let me tell you, it's kind of one of those things where Trump was asked to denounce uh, the, the hate people, hate people. And, and 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 I believe that there's a way to do things and still get who you really are. And I think Trump could have handled that a lot better if he knew who he really was at that moment. And I guess he did handle it accordingly. And I ain't saying that, y'all, but hey, he handled it the best way he could. And like I said, I'm I, hey, I'm not gonna denounce the black Panthers. I'm sorry, I'm black, and I ain't gonna get into no race war and be over there by myself. I'm just serious. That's just the reality, folks. Don't make it right. It don't make me wrong. It just makes me be human. But needless to say, needless to say, but as a presidential candidate, as a president, there are times where you have to appease the American people and make sure that you don't need someone. You don't leave someone divided. And you're right. There, are, there is hate in all colors, absolutely. Because I'm telling you, I, I, I can, I mean, I hate this. I, y'all know I really don't like the color brown. I'm talking the, boy, the fabric brown. <laughs> just saying. But I'm just saying you're right. There are hates in, hate in all colors. And that, and that is so accurate and so true. Yes, indeed. But let me just say this. When you are someone who represents the American people, we understand that you are your party's particular party. You may be Republican, you may be Democratic, but as someone who's servicing the American people, you may have ran on a Republican ticket, but you got some Democrats out here that need you to need to know that they are part of your plan, and that's just the way it is. We all want to be inclusive. So at some point, there are situations where you, as a leader, have to make a sound decision where you've got to let everybody know we've got your best interest in mind. Period, point blank, there's no way around it. I'm sorry, there's no way around that. And in this case, Trump, President Trump, 
This is one of those situations where you got all our race wars going on all the way around. You darts are coming, bullets are coming, arrows are coming. We're about to get some butcher knives and pots and pans and some curling knives. I don't know what else we might come out with. But when you got this kind of chaos going on in America, you have to make sure that you let every American know that you're there for them to protect every American, whether Republican, whether they're Republican, Democrat, liberal, whatever they are, you have to let them know you have the best interest of all Americans. And to sit there and say, stand back, stand by, maybe you could have perhaps, let me say how he perhaps could have said this. And the reason why I'm going through this is because I'm going to get to what I'm saying about what Harris did. He could have said, hey, you all know I'm not for this. I'm not, I, I, I'm not for this division we got going on. I'm not. But this is where we are. Yes, I would like the race attention to be erased. I would. But you're asking me to do something that's going to cause more tension and it's going to do everything, and I'm in a no-win situation. I'm in a no-win situation. But I will say I'm not going to denounce anybody, but I am going to tell everybody, hold your peace. Everybody. I don't care if you're white, hold your peace. I don't care if you're black, hold your peace. We're going to get this together. We're going to piece this together so we can have peace. We're going to P-I-E-C-E, piece it together so we can have P-A-C-E in America. It's going to happen. And if y'all don't want to hold your peace on both sides, boost to the ground. The National Guard can come in and help us get some order. Do y'all want that? No. We're going to have to get along because I can't sit here and babysit everybody in America. I can't sit here and say, you, you scratch my finger, so now I'm going to hit you in the eye. I'm not getting ready to do that. I got a country to look after. I can't sit here and babysit the Americans. Y'all better get along. I'm going to get a belt for everybody. You ain't got to like nobody. You don't have to like black people. And black people, you don't have to like white people. But one thing you're going to do, you're going to go sit down somewhere because you're not getting ready to bring your division and your hate no more in America because you're going to go sit down somewhere. And that's just the bottom line. I may not like a whole lot of things, but at the end of the day, people, I am the president of the United States, and I am not going to sit here and try to keep peace in a country where everybody's free to do what they want to do. If y'all ain't appreciating the freedom, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to show you how to live in a third world country. You're going to all be sitting in the house and looking out the window crying and saying, I wish I could go outside. That's what we're going to do, because there's going to be some peace in America while I peace, try to piece this country back together. I can't even focus on the, on the, on the country, because I'm over here fighting with y'all. You got uh, a, a white officer over here shooting a black person, a black person over here uh, mad at a white person. I mean, it's just too much going on. I can't deal with all of this and try to run the country and keep us safe. And y'all know I'm trigger happy already with this red button. I'm waiting to, I'm waiting to go to war, war. And y'all making my nerves bad here in America. Y'all know I got to go over here with Putin. Y'all know he dirty and I'm dirty and we got to fight dirty. Y'all know I ain't got time to be worried about y'all Americans. Now y'all stop it. We got to fight dirt with dirt sometimes, but we ain't going to fight dirt with dirt with our own people. Because guess what? The Olympics is getting ready to come up and I want us Americans to go over there and win something. I don't know when they're coming up because he don't know either, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, that's what I would be doing. But anyway, now, here's my point with Camilla. Now, Camilla, now, Camilla, Harris, potential VP, Harris, let me say this to you. I'm a Christian. 
Yes, I am. I am pro-life. Yes, I am. But here's how I would have answered the question on abortion, because I know that I am trying to serve every American out here, and I want everyone to know that I understand their position or their disposition. I do get it. I do get it. Now, here's how I would have answered that question. This is just the reality. So, and if I'm wrong, y'all, don't hesitate to call in. 515-605-9873. Now, here's how I would have handled that. I would have said, if I'm really, like I just told you, I'm pro-life all the way because I don't believe anyone has the right to take a life. And I think it is a privilege for a woman to be that closely related to Jesus to guess what we can do. We can give life or we can take life. I ain't but one other man can do that. And that's the Holy Father, the Spirit, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And they're saying, we only got some power. We got some power. We can give life or take a life. That's some power. And I don't want to abuse it. So let me tell you how I would have answered that. Here's what I would have said. Me, myself, I am pro-life. However, however, if a woman has been sexually violated and impregnated by the person that violated her, who am I to tell her what to do at that point? Who am I? I can't tell her what to do at that point. I've never been in that situation, and I pray that I never have to be faced with that. Because it might be a difficult situation to where do I want to bring this child into this world by somebody who violated and viciously assaulted me and impregnated me. I don't even know this person. I don't know his, his, his family history. I don't know nothing about this person. So I understand at that point, I would say it becomes her choice. Her choice. And then let her and God deal with that. But for me to sit here and go against my belief and say that I'm going to do it, now, y'all, I pray that God never puts me in this situation because I'm not judging anybody. But as someone who's standing and saying that I'm for everybody in America, whether I am Democratic or Republican, I have to understand when I'm in a position like the vice president, or the president, there are points in time where I have to make it make my sense on things very clear, but also don't stand in judgment of anyone. And I'm just saying, if a woman has been sexually assaulted and violated and impregnated, at that point, I have nothing to say. That is her choice and her having to deal with God. And I just pray that I never have to be in that hard place to make that type of decision. Because it would definitely be something that I would have to say, I'd have to put my big eye on. And I'd have to pray very hard. And I know there are people who will say that I'm wrong, and that's fine. But at this point, I do not lay in judgment of any woman that has been in that situation and had to make that decision. Now, let me tell you who I lay in judgment of. Now, if you use an abortion as a form of birth control, it ain't no, oops, I got pregnant, not today's world. You got all kinds of IUDs, birth control, implant, uh, tube tie, whatever you need to control that situation. You don't have to use abortion as birth control. I have a problem with that. Now, y'all, I did. I knew, I knew when I was 22, 21 years, 20 years old, I had two kids at the age of 20. I knew I I, I, didn't, I couldn't take no more. So I did what I needed to do to make sure I didn't have any more because I knew I didn't want to be responsible for any more. I didn't. 
So I took care of my body to make sure that I didn't have another child that I could not afford to take care of anymore and would force me to have to live on the system for many, many years to come. No. And that's all I'm saying, ladies. If you're using abortion as a form of birth control, that is not right. You get pregnant, you know what to do. You know two plus two equals four, and one plus one equals two. And if you keep doing the same thing over and over, you're going to have eight before you know it. And here's the thing. As someone standing in the position of of, of, of potential vice president or running president, running vice president, whatever you want to put there, some of y'all may say the potential, some of y'all may say the, the running president or whatever you want to put there. That's how I would answer that. And that lets people know I am know my definite sense. And she did say she's pro-life. And I get it. And I, I don't, I mean, she didn't say she's pro-life. She said that she is not against abortion. That's fine. And that's okay. That's okay for her. But as Christian people, y'all, that is something we need to take a look at. I'm just saying. That's one thing. Now, I ain't saying she, I'm not, maybe she didn't have enough time. Maybe she didn't think about it. And that's okay. Because she's still probably the best person in America. I don't know her. But I just know when you're standing before the people and you're saying certain things and you got people and you're trying to win a seat, one little thing can throw everybody off is something that you say out of your mouth. And I probably have been thrown off so many times that, honey, people probably jumped off and just looking at me like, girl, that girl is crazy. That reality coach, honey, she, she ain't living her own reality. She don't know she don't know what's going on with her own. Self. And that's okay. So y'all know what? They might be right. Sometimes they are right. I may not be knowing who I am. I don't know sometimes. But it's okay. I don't mind being wrong. But I sure don't mind being right either. So I'm just saying that's how I would have just handled that. There's nothing wrong with the way that she handles it if that's her real, if that's her true belief. And I believe it really is. But that's something that was alarming to me. He didn't. He made no qualms about it. He 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 ain't for that. He he pro life. They pro life, and that's fine. Because guess what? Somebody. I mean, he may have been coached. Make sure you answer this question right. Y'all know how we do it. You know how your mama prepare you before school? Now, if they ask that question about abortion, I don't care what you do. You better not say, you, you, you better not. You, not better not, you better not. B-E-T-N-O-T. Bet not. You better not say anything other than you are against it. So he could have been coached. I don't know. But he was adamant about his thought on that. And that's all I'm saying. Because I'm telling you, Harris. I would have coached you and told you whatever you do, you make sure you clarify. If you if that's your stance on it, that's fine. Just know there's a backlash with it when you got people, potential voters that are still waiting on your answer for in that one particular area. And I'm sure a lot of potential voters could have been, you know, they can appreciate someone being their true authentic self. Me saying, hey, I'm pro-life, but I do understand. There are mitigating circumstances that give a woman the opportunity to make her own choice. That's all I'm saying about that. Now, I took me some notes, guys. I was writing so fast, I can't even see what I wrote half the time. Okay. Now, um, 
Let's see. Let me put y'all know what I'm trying. Y'all see my eyelashes? Now I can see a little better. Okay. Okay. Um, this was one that I was like, mm, Kenneth, let me see how you're going to answer this because you know your, 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 your president is a fool. Now, <laughs> when the question was asked, how will you all handle the exchange of power? <laughs> I saw Pence start doing a little this and a little that at that point. And, boy, I saw Harris, baby. She sat up in that seat and was like, oh, finally a question where I can get me my pointing, pointing case in. She said. Basically, y'all, I'm paraphrasing. Y'all can go back and look at it, but I'm just telling you I'm the reality coach. I ain't got time to say everything that they said because I don't remember it anyway. But here's what I took out of Here was my comprehension and my thought on what she said. Y'all can see they're a fool now. They don't even listen to they don't even listen to the moderators. What makes you think they're gonna they're gonna handle the change of powers right? That's pretty much what she was saying. That's what I took on it. But she didn't say it that way. She was she was real graceful. Well, she was as graceful as she could be because, you know, it's hard to be graceful when you get ready to get you a good jug in. It's hard, y'all. I'm serious. It's hard. When I know I'm right, stand on. Oh, it's hard for me to be kind of graceful. I get a little tacky with it. Not intentionally. Y'all, I'm lying. I do. I do get a little intentionally tacky. I do. But it's okay. It's okay. When you get an opportunity to get your jug in, you can get a little throat off. But come on back. And it's okay. But, again, I don't know who prepped him for this one, but he handled that. And let me tell you what he did. And see, I need to talk to Harris just for a little bit because y'all know I can jump from both sides because, you know, I got two and three, four faces because I'm the reality coach. You know, I, I just see what I see, and I think it's my reality. It may not be your reality, but it's my reality, and I'll come back with something. So when when uh, he said this, let me tell you what he did. When she jugged him real good, that sucker, he took out a, a, a Uzi and came back and said, well, it look, basically he said, look like y'all the ones scared about the change of power. Look what all y'all doing. We can't even run the country. Y'all been trying to prove that we've been wrong ever since we've been in here for four, for three and a half years, and you still trying to do it. So what? who has a problem with change of power? Somebody trying to get power. You don't even have no power. You trying to get power, so you're doing everything you can to distort the power. So, y'all, I was like, ouch. Now, let me see how I'm going to get back. I, 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 if I was Camilla, I'd have had to come back on that. But, y'all, she couldn't because the facts are that's what's going on. Not necessarily Harris and Biden, but social media. Everybody is attacking them every chance they get, and it's a lot going on. It's a lot. So there was nothing she could, there was no comeback after that. But she maintained up her composure. She did excellent, y'all. She really did. Because I'm telling you, Kent was rehearsed. And, I mean, they must have went over everything. I wonder, y'all, did he secretly have those questions? Did, did he somehow get those questions? Because he answered those questions too good at points in time. I was like, how did he get Now, he answered that question too good, and he was too confident. And you can see at times where uh, Harris was completely taken off guard and she would get a little nervous and do this and do that and, 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 and try to gather herself 
So I wanted to get out of the questions already. Y'all know? Make you one. I'm just saying something to put your mind on. That's all. But anyway. Now, y'all know I don't mind. Uh, let me see something. Chris, do we have any callers on the line? Well, he on break. Well, anyway, let me keep going in. Well, is this a call on the line? He'll get. He'll be back in a minute. He's somewhere on break. I don't know. Hey, Chris, are you there? Okay, well, he on break. Well, let me keep going because y'all know I can talk anyway. I can talk all day by myself. You know, I do it all the time anyway. Okay, now, that was one of the, the transfer of power. They, 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 they both kind of answered that. Okay. They did. They they did. They did all right with that one. Okay. So now here was one where Camilla. Oh, this is where she did her homework, y'all. She got good with this one. Let me tell you what she did. She started putting some facts out there, not her opinion. Like you said, you have a right to your opinion, but not the fact, not your facts. Well, honey, she showed him after a minute. She said, well. Here's one about the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court appointee. Everybody seems to have loved Abraham Lincoln. Oh, honestly, oh, let me tell you what she did. She pulled out in 1864, Abraham Lincoln, 27 days before the election, had the opportunity to put up to elect a Supreme Court judge and Instead of him doing so, he said the American people had the right to take a vote and be inclusive in who they put out as the Supreme Court judge. The American people. So y'all know what? That's when I saw a little nervousness intense. He was like, now I'm gonna come back this one, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do I'm gonna have to do something. I'm gonna have to do something. And 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 you know. Uh, he didn't do so well with that one, y'all. That was one for Camilla, for Harris. That was one for her. So I just say he, you can go back and look at it. He, he handled it, but he didn't handle it. But she got the ups on that one, and I, and I get it. I get it, but you know, now he is President Trump. He is the vice president. He's been hanging out with Trump, so you know he just laying in the in the cut. He knows he's gonna get a good year again in just a minute. He's gonna get his opportunity to yeah. cut her throat, but he will, and he did, and here it comes. Here comes the wind. Test, test. Chris, are you back? Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Uh, are there, uh, yes. Are there any callers on the line? Uh, no, ma'am. There are nobody. There's no one on the line right now. I think you ran them off, but uh, they'll be probably back. On the second half But I'm here if you need me My mic works now So I'm sorry for the delay So back to you coach I'm available No, 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 no You keep that mic on Wait just a moment Uh Put a pause on it What do you mean I ran them off? How did I run them off? What did I do? (laughs) What did I do? No, I'm just kidding I I don't know I get. I guess the, the when when you're talking about the president and and all that stuff, you know, we got a lot of sensitive folks, especially in the kingdom. You know, we got a lot riding on on Trump. You know, we might lose our funding and stuff for our churches. Reality coach, but see, that's a whole nother subject. We're now, not see, talking you, about now, that see, right now. So you know, see, I'm gonna be quiet. Now, 
Now, see, you, you, you messy. Now, now, that's mess right there, y'all. That's a mess right there. Okay. Yeah, you cut your mic off, so we're going to get back to that. You right. Goodbye. All right. You hang back on. to you, Coach. Thank you. Now, y'all, let me tell you, here, 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 here we come. Now, Camilla got another good one in, y'all. She was good. She got her few good goods in, and I had to write them down because they were, they, they were good. Okay. When they asked the question about Breonna Taylor, do you think Breonna Taylor got justice? Now, see, y'all, it's some dodgeball going on. Dodgeball. Well, Camilla, I mean, Harris, I can understand. Y'all, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me when I keep saying Camilla. I need to say Harris, but I'm so sorry. I keep telling you it's just so easy for me to say Camilla, you know, because we got a Millie and we got all these Millers in our family. So, you know, that's just a name that just like, you know, I, okay. Uh, somebody said, wait a minute. Uh. Somebody said he's a great politician. Laugh out loud. Well, you know, hey, politicians know how to handle luck. They can show answer those questions real quick when they've been rehearsed and, and poised. So that's a good point, uh, Trey. That's a good point. Uh, and, and wait, and this is the killer. You know what? Trey says he didn't have the answers, but he did. He didn't have the questions, but he did have the answers. Laugh out loud. You know what? He sure did. So I still have did he have any questions in his pocket? Or did he have a microphone or something in the pen or something? Something somewhere because he was on top of them questions. And what? I was getting kind of upset now. Now, it ain't fair. Now, if you ain't playing fair ball, we're going to have to do something about that. But anyway, when they asked about Breonna Taylor, that Camilla, oh, I'm sorry, Harris set up, and, you know, she got that real pretty smile. I wish my teeth would be pretty as hers, but I guess if I had the money, I would have some real pretty teeth. But anyway, I'm going to work with what I got. She said, I think she. And that's when I saw Pence play dodgeball. He didn't answer that question. He didn't answer it clearly. All I heard him say was the sympathetic, the empathy, and all of that, sympathetic, empathy, whatever you want to call it. He put it out there. He said, what happened to Brianna? Brianna is terrible, and we feel very bad. I'm not quoting it right, but we feel very bad for her family. It was such a tragedy. And then he went to ramble on about something else, y'all. At that point, I was like, now, 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 look at Pence. You know good and well, but he did, excuse me, he did cover himself. He left it to, for us to say, well, if you basically, if you didn't sit inside the trial, you don't know really what went on. You have to see the footage in order to know what went on. That's pretty much the way he answered that for us, uh, to justify him not answering the question or answering it the way he wanted it to answer. So uh, somewhat it leads me to believe, I think, that maybe Pence do think that she got justice or what have you because I wasn't in trial, so I can't tell what went on because her boyfriend shot the gun off. But as he stated, they didn't identify themselves as a police, so he's doing what a man does. He protects his home. So I don't know. I wasn't there. But needless to say, 20 rounds, <coughs> excuse me, 20 rounds to one gunshot? Hmm. Okay. Anyway, I don't see how justice is in that. But needless, I wasn't there. But, hey, since she got a point, I wasn't there. But anyway, Harris said, no, she didn't get justice. No, she did not get justice. She didn't. Now, maybe Harris saw the footage. 
because she was adamant about that. I don't know, but maybe she saw the footage. But according to what I see on this side, let me tell you what I do know. That is one thing as a president, as the president here, I am now, y'all know I told y'all I was two-faced and four-faced and five-faced, and now I'm getting ready to be one-faced because I want y'all to hear me. As the president of the United States of America, in order to put everything to rest, to stop the racial divide, that may have been one trial that needed to be televised so the American people could see for themselves what went on and make a better informed about whether or not justice was served or not served. That is one trial that I would have demanded to be televised because of the tension that it caused amongst American American people. I don't want the white man. I don't want the black man. I want everybody in America to feel like we're going to live in a land of peace. And if I got to piece it together to get peace, that's what I'm going to do. Media, get over there and put a camera over there. Let this child be televised because we need to understand what went on. I'm angry. I'm upset. If this person is protecting his home and he is an uh, innocent woman who did not have a gun is shot and killed, taken from her family and her child, I need this to be televised because I want everybody to see. I want to see. Yes, while I'm on Air Force One, I'm looking. Because I'm going to assure the American people justice will be served. Just, not just us, but justice will be served. Because that's what it looked like, just us was served. And justice was not given. So in order to eliminate the just us and put justice there, because I'm for all the people and I want everybody in America to be safe, this is going to be televised because this is one thing that's creating another uproar. Another uproar. Period, point blank, no doubt about it. It would have been televised. So everybody, just like Trayvon Martin's was, Rihanna should have been. So everybody can see what's going on. And let me tell you what would have happened. First of all, let me bag up. Trayvon Martin, first of all, nobody's left here to speak for him. So why would you reach for a uh, reach for a uh, 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 reach for a charge that you can't possibly get a conviction on? Because nobody's reaching. Nobody said they should have gave him reckless homicide or negligent homicide or something, something manslaughter, something. Not 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 just outright second degree murder because there's no way to prove it. Nobody's here. Now, if they would have gave Zimmerman manslaughter, I'm sure he probably would have got convicted on that. Or negligent homicide or something. I don't know the laws, but I, I know murder wasn't going to work because the only one person, the only person that could give a side is gone. So quite naturally, it was going to end up like it ended up. So it feels like justice wasn't served. It was just us. And it looks like justice wasn't fair. So I would have nipped that in the butt, Obama. I would have nipped that. But that's just me. But guess what? The president ain't the one to make the laws, and he ain't over here doing all this law stuff. So he may not have the right to say nothing. But at some point, to keep peace in America, I'm going to piece it together so we can have peace. Some things, as a president, when you got your own country falling apart, 
your own citizens falling apart. There is sometimes where you got to make an executive decision as commander in chief and tend to your home first. Don't go out the country and go over there and mess with folks in Russia. Don't go over there and mess with nobody in China. Don't go over there and try to sweep around nobody's door in Jerusalem. You need to clean up your house first at home. Get some people in order so you can get some people to back you. Ain't nobody going to look at us. We so divided. Who's going to stand with a divided country? Y'all swallowing and fighting and killing each other right there in America. We ain't got time to stand with y'all. Y'all going to mess around and get us all killed. So at some point, as a commander-in-chief, you got to step aside. Hey, 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 hey. Pence, you go over and deal with Russia right now. I got to take care of America. I got to get this racial tension down. Some kind of way, but I certainly wouldn't be up there talking about no stand by, stand down, and all of that. Let me tell you what I would I would not be doing that. I would make sure it's going to be justice, not just us in America. With racial tensions as high as they are, as commander in chief, I got to do something right. I'm sorry. Now you get ready to earn your stripes as sitting as the vice president sitting next to me. I done trained you well. Be rude and talk over people. That's all right. You're going to do that. You'll be all right. And that's how you avoid the question. If you don't know the answer, just talk over people like I do and just go and talk about what you want to talk about. If you're going over there and talk about dollars and they ask you something about oil, you don't want to talk about oil. You talk over there and you get back to your dollars. That's how you do it. Simple. Period. We don't know somebody talk over people. But anyway, needless to say, a commander in chief should do. Now, with the the the, the Breonna Taylor, no, it, it, I, 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 I can't see justice being served. I see just us. I see just us. I really do. And it shouldn't be that way in America because we all have a right to live here and feel like when we see a police officer, whether he white or black, we should feel like we in Mayberry. They got the best interest of the citizens because that is the oath that they take. I will not. I, I'm telling you, as commander-in-chief, I would be on the phone with every senator, every governor, every mayor, and every police chief. If y'all don't get these cops in order and get some training, I don't know what you got to do, but you're going to have all this, this trigger happiness. It's going to have to stop. And I'm not saying that they can't defend themselves, but something got to be done because this is causing too much discord. And I can't have that. I'm trying to win this next election. Y'all know I'm hanging on by a string. I can't be sitting up here fighting with y'all. I'm trying to win. Shoot. Y'all better do something. Or we finna have all our war right here in America. And we don't want the wild, wild west, but that's where it's going to head at. Head to if we don't do something, I got to go run the country. I can't sit here and do what y'all supposed to do. That's why they put y'all in office. It's to handle your local municipality, handle your people. Because y'all know I'm supposed to go over there and drop a bomb over here somewhere, and then they come over here and try to drop a bomb, and I'm over here worried about y'all fighting and fussing. I can't defend. I can't see who's getting ready to drop the bomb. I, I done miss pushing my button. Fooling with y'all. I can't do that. I can't take those kind of chances. Y'all got to get it together. So, all this fighting that, that, that y'all doing, no, Brianna, you, no, no. Brianna's going to get some justice. And it ain't just money. There's some justice that needs to be done. Somebody needs to be held accountable for that. Whether it was, it was negligence or something, something got to be done. But if nothing is going to be done, at least I would have put it out there so the American people can make their own informed decision. And we won't have over here somebody feeling this way and somebody feeling that way. And we know we can't please everybody. We're not trying to please everybody. We're just trying to make sure everybody understands where we are. 
It is justice, not just us, period. But as a commander-in-chief, you do not get up in front of the American people, and when you're asked to denounce, now that was probably the word they probably shouldn't, you know, denounce sounds harsh, and some people don't know what it means. For a minute, I thought it meant just this only, but that's not necessarily what it means. It says just cut down the violence or what have you. I, look it up for yourself. I had to. But I'm just saying, when they make, they should have just said, no, don't denounce them. Just say you ain't for all that violence. You ain't for all that stuff that they doing. Just say something like that. Y'all go sit down somewhere, but you're going to keep the peace. Or I'm a piece me, I'm a piece together. Something that's gonna bring the peace. I'm a P I E C E, piece it together. But we're gonna have some P A C E in America, point blank. Hey Sierra, um, so that is what I would do. But I would not, would not stand there and not make my stance clear that it is just us, not just us. And pretty much that's what Pence did. He danced all over that. He dodgeballed that whole question. He did say he was sorry, but pretty much he said that he felt like justice was done. And that was wrong, Ken. You shouldn't have answered that question like that. To me, that's what I got. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe somebody else got something else, but that's what I got out of it. Simple as that. And now, back to my question. Okay, now. Uh, what was this? Uh, oh, and then they mentioned. Now, here's what I want to commend com, commend uh, Harris on. When, 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 and and see, this is the same sense I took. And see, we don't even know each other, so we got somewhat of the same mindset. We've never, she's never met me in public. Yeah, ain't no problem. She won't ever meet me. Not that I know, unless God just do something miraculous. I don't know. But if he, if, if we should meet, I will be able to tell her, girl, I remember what you said on this one when she brought up George Floyd. I love the way she talked about George Floyd, but she never mentioned color. There was no need. That's how you do when it's justice and not just us. She never mentioned the color of George Floyd, which is not necessary. But she said, like I said, I saw a citizen being murdered. Well, she didn't say murder. I can't remember if she said murder. A citizen being, life being taken, taken by an officer who's held to higher standards. And that's what we got to do, y'all. We got to do that. Instead of all this just us, let's bring justice and start putting it where it is. An American citizen has been shot and killed again. Again. I don't know if it's possible, but it sounded good. It sounded good to me. But again, that's my opinion. The reality of it. It may not be your reality, but hey, I feel like it could work. I don't know. But anyway, Camilla, Harris, good job on that one. Good job. Hats off to you. Okay, now let's see. Uh... Uh, okay. I think it was said that America is, um, uh, I can't remember, and I wrote so fast, y'all forgive me, but I'm going to have to do better when I'm taking notes. Uh, it was talking about something about uh, racist uh, law for uh, racist law enforcement, 
I think it was something along that that came up in that whole conversation, and Pence dodged that like a a, a bullet. And I, I mean, when you can't speak on something and the proof, you got your president up there saying one thing and and adding to the division. Unbeknownst to him, I'm sure. Well, I don't know if I, uh, it's unbeknownst to him or, or, or he know or not. I, I mean, sometimes I can just Trump just says things out of his mouth like I do at times and don't even know what we're saying or what we're creating a problem. Sometimes we're guilty. We're all guilty of that. But as commander-in-chief, Trump, you don't get a pass like I do. Because I can speak my opinion because I'm just somebody on here just talking. But you are the commander-in-chief of the United States of America. You don't get no pass. You got to learn how to guard your tongue. Period. And when God takes me where I'm going, y'all, I'm going to have to learn how to guard my tongue. But I think I do a pretty good job. I think I'm pretty fair. I don't know if I am or not, but it's okay. For now. I'll get better. As time goes along, I'll learn how to say what I got to say without stepping on toes. But how do you not step on toes when you're being truthful, when you're telling your truth? And sometimes the truth is not pretty. We step on toes. But anyway. Um... Oh, he said, stand back, stand by. That was it. That's what she used. Uh, Harris did get him with that. Yeah, the, the racial divide, yeah, he said, stand by. Uh, what was it? Stand by, stand back, and stand by. But, you know, like I said last week, I had no problem with it because guess what? We ready. We stay ready. We stay ready. And if you think that there are not a Ill, lot of illegal weapons, you better ask somebody. It's some weapons in the hood. Crips and Bloods got plenty. Trust me, they do. And we're going to be all right. And then they got knives and pots, skillets, curling knives, you name it, butcher knives, the kitchen fork. We'll, we'll make a weapon with shanks. And you know what? They good with them shanks. Y'all better be careful. Don't mess them. Don't make somebody shank you. They will shank you to death. And, you'll be, and then they know where to get you at. They'll gut you like a fish. So don't go to mess and don't 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 be doing all that. Act like you you better act like you know. Cause we ready. If it's gonna be just us instead of justice, and I'm saying this y'all because I know for a fact if like I said, if an all right race war breaker, I may not want to fight. But at that point, you think I'm gonna be able to stand over in in, in the in, in in the back and say, oh, I'm not going to fight. That's like when we go to war. Do you think a soldier going to... You got on the U.S. uniform. If you don't get over here and get that gun, I don't care if you can't see. You better point it and shoot. You better do something. We had a war. You ain't got time to be over the time that you scared. You better get to shooting and just hold the trigger and point. And brace yourself. Because it might kick you back. It might knock you back. But brace yourself. So if you think you're getting ready to sit over here in a war and not fight, if you don't do something, you better go get a rock and be like David and do a slingshot. We need to see you doing something fighting. We're in a war. And that's just the way it would be. I'm sorry, y'all. If we're in a war, I'm just telling you. Now, I know that Pastor Chris said that he and Holly, she said that she would just have to, you know, lay down her life. And I commend them because what better person than the, what better gift can you give someone than to lay down your life for their for a friend? Well, at this point, y'all, I'm the real I don't know you like that. <laughs> I know Chris gonna get me for that one, but Lord, I'm just being. 
I'm sorry. I got stuff I want to do. <laughs> I still ain't been to Vegas. I got to get to Vegas, so I'm going to have to go on those fights. I'm trying to get to Vegas. I'm just saying the reality. Y'all, I'm sorry. I, I ain't ready to go. Well, I'm just saying, if the Lord ain't ready for me to go home, y'all, he going to tell, he going to give me the strength to fight. And, 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 and no guilt in fighting. So I'm telling you, at that point, if he ain't ready to call me home, I'm going to fight. But if he ready to call me home, I'm just lay down and try to play dead so I can get up out of there safely. But if it's my time to go, it's just my time to go. I am with you. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, so now here comes 10. Here comes an opportunity for Harris to get to get to, to get judged again. Now, they said when they said about um, the racism and all of that, Pence came. He started fine with neo Nazi. He said we Trump uh, condemned the neo Nazis, the KKK. And then here's where he got them up from me on this one over Harris. He came back and said, "How in the world is the president gonna be racist when he got?" Jewish grand a daughter in law uh what is it, daughter in law and grandchildren. And then uh Pence Solar and besides that, under 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 uh you were somebody that said against the green or he tore up. I can't remember y'all that was going so fast and I was trying to write and then I wasn't trying to be too politically political because I know it ain't my place because I'm not a political analyst. I'm just someone just giving my opinion and it's just an opinion. It ain't Nothing etched in stone, and ain't nobody gonna ask me for it. No way. I'm just talking. So I'm, but I'm serious. I'm talking my truth now. Don't get it twisted. I'm talking my truth, but I'm just saying this is just my opinion. But needless to say, um, he talked about that, and then he talked about uh, Harris being the senator of California, and then being the chief prosecutor of. Uh, black, and he got some dirty blows in, I think. I think he did. That's why I want to know. Did he ask some, some, some questions? I wonder if they propped him. And then the thing about it, he knew just when to throw him in there to throw people off the real issue. Did you answer that question or did you play dodgeball, Pence? Don't be trying to play dodgeball by skipping on that and throwing a, a ball and a punch at me. Answer that question. Now, y'all, you know they did do well with the segue. Now, now they did do well. Both of them did well with segues. Now, I know I got two minutes to answer this, but hold on. Let me get them for this. Or hold on. Let me get them back for this, and then I'll get to my question. And this was one thing that I thought was really good. And Harris, again, Pence. Now, now, they both did well. According to what I saw, they both had their moments. They had their high points and their low points. But here's where now this is where this was this the closing question was the one that really stood out to me. When the young lady said that how that she doesn't basically she doesn't even like looking at T V, she doesn't even feel right being American. Because all she sees when the T V comes on is people fighting in America. Americans fighting each other, people blacks against this black whites against blacks, blacks against white. And 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 y'all, and again, I keep saying, are we the only two races that have problems? Are we the only two? I just want to know what everybody else doing. 
Somebody else got to be fighting other than us. I'm just saying. I don't know if it's the way they keep the fuel fire going or they keep a side squad. And y'all, they, you, you got to understand. It's almost like they keep this going so we can stay off kilter. We can't pay attention to what's going on. Well, y'all, I got my eyes wide open. I look beyond all of this crazy stuff we see over, over top. You know, I'm that type of kid that was always the one that was peeking over the fence. While everybody else was scared to look over the fence, I, if, I, if I was too scared to peek over the fence, I'd go find me. You know how the fence had those little lines? I put that good eye up to that fence, and I find out what was going on over there because I know it's something. There's a reason why they don't want me to see on the other side of that fence, so I'm going to try to find a way to see past the fence. So, y'all, that's what we got to do. We got to start trying to see past where we are because it's something to this. And somebody making some good, putting some good blockers out there and keeping us all all kilter with all of this stuff because I know good and well Blacks and whites ain't the only people that's having problems in America, period, point blank. So the final question was asked uh, about when the little girl asked that question. I don't know if Harris, she answered the question, but it, 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 didn't, it didn't resonate with me. But I have to say that she did good, considering this was her first debate. But Pence, went to, Pence answered his question. He answered it good. He did. He did good with that. He said, you know, we may fight, we may argue, but don't let the media fool you. At the end of the day, we're going to come together some kind of way. We're going to learn to disagree or agree to disagree, but we're still going to have to run this country, period. Now, he said all of that. Now, Camilla, honey, I would have piggybacked what he said and said the same thing, and I would have left off with his comment. And I did see where they did give each other eye contact, and she did good. You know, when he was answering, she did good. She was like, yeah, he's right. You know, it wasn't one. At that point, it wasn't. It was about this little girl, and that's what I commend about both of the candidates. When this little girl asked that question, both of them kind of pumped their brakes a little bit and saw that we got a future leader here asking this very valid question who's obviously in tune with what's going on because she didn't miss a beat. They both, it wasn't the time to say hit the pad at that point. They both acted like civilized candidates, an incumbent and one seeking a seat. They both did an excellent job with that. They both was like when one when the other one was talking that it was it, it, it I saw nothing but class from both people at that point, and I was proud to say that you know hey when it comes down to it when it comes to the little children they've got enough sense to bag down and make it so a child can feel good. They both did a good job. They both were in tune. Now I now Camilla now Harris I would have piggybacked and said, yeah, at the end of the day, we're going to get along. And still in my mind, probably thinking, you're going to do what I say because I'm the vice president. But I wouldn't let that baby know that. Because that's pretty much what Pence said. Well, I'm the vice president. Y'all going to do what I say do anyway because I'm the vice president. I'm just saying. That's what I would have did. 
I would have made sure that that baby knew just what he said. We, at the end of the day, we're going to make sure we do what's best for all American citizens. It may not look like it at some point in time, at times, but at the end of the day, we're going to do what we need to do to make sure all Americans see it's not just us, it's just for everybody. And that's my two cents on the debate. But, I mean, I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, hey, no problem. I have no problem with being wrong. Not at all. I just like to have conversation and, you know, have feedback and see what you all think. And, and, and if you have something to say, call in at 515-605-9873 because I'm really getting thirsty because I'm tired of talking to myself. So if somebody want to call in and put a comment in the box and let me answer a question, I would love to. If, you, if, if I said something that you didn't understand, please put it in the chat box. I'll read it, and I'll try to clarify it as best I can. Or I'll play dodgeball. Either way, you'll get, an you'll get an answer, you'll get a reply, a response, a something. I'm just saying, when I don't know something, I can dodge ball too. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know? Chris, is there anybody on the line? No, Coach, it's just me and you. I think I know okay. um, Holly, Holly Sarr will be in the last 30 minutes. She's in class. She's in class. Yes, She'll yeah. be back. Okay, well, what do you have to say? Oh, Lord. Now, you know I don't talk about politics, so I'm going to drop the bomb real quick because that's, you know, this is how I do. Now, with the presidential debate, the vice president debate, and all this debate and stuff like that, the the fact of the matter is this. We're going to always agree to disagree, period. Now, when it comes to candidacies and getting in office and all this stuff, we have to understand something. Politics and compromise go hand in hand. Uh-oh, see, I'm starting again. But oh, you have to understand. Like say that again. Hold on, hold on, Pastor. Say that again. Politics, politics and what? And compromise go hand in hand. Oh, that's a yeah. Because you have to understand, just like, okay, I'll even, uh, you know, I always do this. And like I said, I'm, I'm not saying all churches do this, but some. We have some that will lean towards a certain candidate or lean to a certain party. Democrat, Republican, it really doesn't make a difference. Now, if you're really standing on the word of God, none of these candidates are Deemed worthy of being president That's just my opinion You could take it the way you want to take it But no one's talking about Anything biblical No one's talking about Okay what does God's word say About okay yes This is my opinion Mediator so and so But I know what the word says I know what my opinion says So I'm not going to try to be And see this is where the compromise Comes in where I don't want to say the wrong thing because I might lose my sponsors. Uh-oh. Or I don't well, want to say the wrong thing because I might lose my voters. Or I, I don't want to really say what I'm really supposed to say, even though God is tugging at me and I'm live in front of millions of people that I should be saying one thing, but because I still want to get my paycheck, uh-oh, I'm going to say... What is 
popular. Now, Are that's why I said correct. correct. So that's why I say politics and compromise go hand in hand because they're saying, okay, Biden is a praying man and all this other stuff. Okay, I don't doubt that. But again, there's compromise because you can't, you cannot go as high as these men and women go without compromise. Why you say that, Pastor? Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, because there's certain things in the government or, you know, it's supposed to be under God, right? Well, not really, because if we were under God, then a lot of things that are happening in the nation now would not be standing if we were under God. But see, hey, what do I know? I'm just a little preacher in Central Texas. So if we were under God, indivisible, right, with liberty and justice for all, well, why are we still having a, almost a thousand-year um, dodgeball session between blacks and whites? I'll wait. No one's given me an answer yet. So we have all these, it's always a black and white thing. No matter how you look at it, we can go 50 years back. It's still a black and white thing. We can take it even further than that and go further 50 more years down the line. It's always a black and white issue. Why? Like I said it last week, people didn't like what I had to say, but I'm going to say it. The reason why it's always a black and white thing on TV, because it sells. Yeah, I said it. It sells. And because black and white has so much attention, and because black and white uh, sells the T-shirts, uh-oh, or 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 sells the uh, the caps or uh, the the mask, and and we have all these organizations that pop up out of Wazul. You know how much money they make off us? Just one race, okay? Okay, let's take it. Let's just bring it to the other race. Well. Then this is where the friction happens because, okay, okay, why is Black Lives Matter making all this money? Why does All Lives Matter making all this money? Well, who cares? Because fact of the matter is this. It's all money. It's marketing. If, if CNN, Fox News, and the rest of these jokers don't play anything racial, I guarantee you their ratings will go down. Henceforth, they will lose their money, they will lose their clout, and then there there you have it. We only have one news station that's saying, oh, well, everything in the world is nice, ladies and gentlemen. Well, here's the weather, Tom. See, see we, we got to have drama and chaos. See, that's the problem with folks that don't know Christ, because chaos surrounds us before we come to Christ. Just think about it for a minute, coach. When we were not in Christ, chaos surrounded us. We either dropped it like it's hot in the club, or we was macking all the men and or the women, or we was drinking it like it was crazy, or we were smoking it up like nobody's business. We was doing a whole bunch of chaos before we came to God. Now, Oh, Jesus is the is the lamb. No, see, we don't preach the lion of Jesus Christ because nobody wants to hear it. Because Jesus Christ, if Jesus Christ was here right now, coach, I guarantee Mm -hmm. you, he probably would have walked up in Biden and Trump's debate and Vice President uh, Harris and Pence. He would have walked up in both of their debates and said, so what what about what my father said? In regards to well, all this 
See, nobody wants to think about God in the mix because God isn't here. It doesn't sell. Uh, it doesn't pack out buildings and arenas. It doesn't soothe the flesh and, and, and tickle our ears. See, nobody wants to hear the truth. But the fact of the matter is this. We're not going to have no choice because when Jesus returns, guess what? All bets are off. You can sell your soul to the highest bidder here on earth, but I guarantee you the compromise wouldn't be worth it. Just because you want to sit at a seat that's full of corruption, uh-oh, yeah, we might get cut off by that statement, but I'm going to say it while we're still able to say it. I'm not going to get compromised. I'm not going to sign a 501c agreement so I can have a noose around my my neck and, and, and keeping my mouth shut on the things. That's why I don't touch politics because I'll go ham and cheese real quick when it comes to the word. Because the word of God and what these jokers are talking about, yeah, I said it. Jokers. They are not at the interest of what the word of God says. Period. You can debate me all day about certain policies and procedures and what so-and-so's saying, what so-and-so's doing. Okay, they may be making a nice little uh, crease, like a when babies learn how to color in the, in the lines and they scribbling all out the lines, but then eventually they, they practice and they get it right. And now they're making that color in the inside the lines and it's perfect and all that. See, they learn what they talk. They learn their craft. That's why Polly Pence sounds like he was on point, Coach, because he probably rehearsed it before he got up there. Ain't nobody going to admit that. But the whole campaign since he was elected, and the guy, you, y'all know who I'm about to say, Trump. Y'all know when he was elected, the whole thing was jimmied from the beginning, but no one sees that. Why? <laughs> why? Because it's popular. Because Trump sells. Trump was a reality TV star before he became president. So why don't you think, ladies and gentlemen, that he's not going to bring the theatrics that he did on TV to the White House. Why do you think he's, you're fired. Everyone's fired. You're fired. You're fired because I'm Trump. Because that's what, that's my catchphrase on The Apprentice. You're fired. Okay, you're firing people that made laws for 15, 20 years. You're firing people that brought stability to the nation, whether you like them or not. For 20-plus years, he comes into office in one foul swoop and fires everybody and hires all these clowns that's all about making sure his pockets are fat when he's out of office. But then he want to sit here and threaten that he's going to do something if he don't get elected back this coming, uh, this coming election. Why would you want to vote for somebody like that? I'm just saying. See, that's why I don't like talking about yeah. politics because it gets, it gets too much. Because the fact of the matter is this, we lose focus on, on what God is saying and we focus on what the man is saying. We all know the scriptures are coming to pass. People say Trump is the Antichrist and all this stuff. I beg to differ because if you really read the word, the Antichrist is not even going to be in the United States. He's going to rise out of the East or out of the Europe European area, if all you read right, your word yeah, right. right. I'm just saying. Right. So. Trump is not the Antichrist, so read your word. If you don't believe me, read it. It's in Revelations. But anyway, um, I'm running out of time, and I think Firecracker's online. I don't want to hold up all the time. But all I want to say is this, family. 
Whether you like the parties or not, you agree or disagree on the views, the fact of the matter is this. Uh, this nation has has had a winch in re- race relations for years, especially in the black and the white community. Why Why would they have us be at peace? Just think about it. If we were at peace, Coach, can you imagine how much stuff would get done in our inner city and in our community? Can you imagine our church communities coming together, black and white coming together, helping the homeless, getting them out the street for real, making sure they, they, they get themselves back together, all that stuff. See, they don't want us to work together. That's why they keep on putting exactly. negativity on the news. So, ladies and gentlemen, it ain't a white thing. It ain't a black thing. All the other races get along. Let me tell you why. They get along because they're taught from the from birth that you all need to make it together. You come up together. So if somebody from this family comes up, you bring the next uh, flock or family or whoever you want to do it. You can knock the Mexicans all you want. You can knock all the foreigners that come from different countries all you want. But one thing I can say about all of them, they believe that everybody does have a chance to come up, and everybody's successful. You don't see not a narrow one of them struggling to make ends meet. Why? Because they're helping each other grow. We don't do that. We're the only two races that are hating on each other, beating each other up because somebody lives in a white neighborhood and he ain't supposed to live in a white neighborhood because you're a black family or a white family living in a black neighborhood and y'all don't supposed to live there because y'all white. Come on, man. That's a bunch of nonsense. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's my dodgeball for this whole thing regarding the presidential the debate and Pence and Harris and Trump and, and, and Biden and all the rest of them. So I'm going to give them the bomb on this one, and I'm going to bow down, and I'm going to take my leave. So, Coach, I'm done. Back to you. Wow, 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 wow. Now, see, that's why, that's why I love Pastor Chris, because he breaks it down so, so good for those of you who uh, don't understand what I'm saying. Politics. I, oh, goodness, what did he say it was? Y'all, I should have wrote it down. Don't, and I got my pen. Uh Pastor Chris, what were you saying again? I got a politics is is is, is politics Poli- doesn't come without. Yeah, politics and compromise go hand in hand. That's what he said. Now y'all know that's true. Y'all know it's true. You have, and, and that's all I was saying. You got to compromise. You have to. There's no way. There's no way you can get anywhere in this world without compromise. And let me tell you, if you think you're gonna ever have, ever get to the top and don't know how to compromise, you got to be kidding. But there's one thing that should never be compromised, and that's your belief in God. If you stand on God's Bible, you should not compromise the, the Word of God. And when it comes to politics, God's Word overrules the politics. And if you really read the word, it'll tell you how to fight it. It'll tell you how to fight biblically, biblically. And that's all I'm saying. Compromise. And guess what? 
He is so, me and him are so on point with this thing. How do you all not see that the one, the two most powerful races in the United States can't get along and everybody's passing us up? Well, let me tell you something, white people. While y'all worried about what black people going to have, y'all better be looking at what the Spanish are doing because they coming up big, strong, hard, and heavy. And we all, we both going to be sitting outside looking in the window, trying to figure out how to put a TP up. When, and, and, and guess what? They can lay some brick on these houses. We're going to have to try to figure out how to make some. That, matter of fact, we're going to be in trouble, y'all, because guess what? They're cutting all the grass, so they know how to rake up all the grass. We don't even have enough to build us a house while we out here arguing and fussing with each other. They know how to brick the house. We're going to be the two little pigs, and they're going to be the one only pig with a brick out. And we're going to be somewhere sitting outside wondering how did they get there. Y'all better quit the fairy tale. Y'all better see this fairy tale that we've been living in. They selling it to us, and we buying the hook, line, and sinker. I love me some white people. I love me some black people. I love me some Spanish people. I love me some people, period. If you're doing good, I'm going to try to figure out how you're doing it. I'm not going to sit here and be mad. Because you able to live over there? No, I want to know how you how, how how did you get there? I ain't ashamed to ask. How 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 you do that? And that's what we got to get back to: asking the right questions. Don't be afraid. People will help you if they see you want to help yourself. But if you gonna sit up and have this look on your face, no, you can't get nowhere. No, you're not because you won't compromise your own self. A lot of us are being politicians and don't even know it. We are politically correct and absolutely wrong at the same time. Now, ain't that a mess? Go figure that out. Now, that's a good one. We are politically correct and absolutely wrong at the same time. That's not right. But let me see if Holly's on here. She may want to give some. She, she goes to practice. And, and let me see if she's here. She may want to have a quick comment. And, Chris, is there anybody else on the line? Hi, Dorothy. I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, dear. Okay. I do have something to add to this. Um, Good. What what I saw, and I have to tell you that um, when in these debates, the um, the debates between the presidents and the vice presidents and the senators and the Congress and whoever else, you know, races black, white, whatever, um, a lot of times what I have seen in the, in the political side of it in the, in the past week is a lot of blaming on the other. Um, they don't even want to answer the question because they'll say, well, so-and-so did this, like two wrongs make a right. But in, in the beginning of creation, when God created Adam and Eve, and Eve brought Adam, the apple, said, here, eat it, it's good, because the serpent had given it to her. Well, when God asked them, why did you do that? The first thing Adam said was, well, God, you gave me the woman, and she gave me the fruit. It's not my fault. It's her fault. You know, we can keep blaming, but, you know, that wasn't a good enough excuse. The father is a disciplinarian. We need to be more self-disciplined and not blame uh, not find reason for blame. We just need to um, take initiative 
to do the right thing and not blame because ultimately they were cast from the Garden of Eden because they couldn't confess and repent and just do the right thing, do as they were supposed to be doing. They they blamed the, the serpent, they blamed Eve, so um, they lost they lost the Garden of Eden because of that. So we can keep blaming everybody for all this turmoil. Um, and I think we might end up in a similar situation. What do you think? Well, you know what, Holly? I am so glad. Now, that was a beautiful analogy. And let me tell you, I don't know if it was an apple because I don't remember what it was. But, but I love the way you brought that up. And that's why you're so vital to me because you bring things into, into, into fruition that in a simplified manner. And here's what she's saying pretty much. What we saw in this play was God's fault. I saw people, like she said, she calls it blame. I call it, there, was, there was blame, but then there was also more dodgeball. Nobody blamed one another. Well, they blamed each other, but at the end of the day, they shamed each other more than they blamed each other. They shamed America, Americans. Anytime we have all this kind of rhetoric and uproar going on, we're shaming each other. And it's blaming, too. I won't take that. I'll agree with that as well. But at the end of the day, when you do not take ownership for your own actions and your own thing, I think somebody needs to mute their phone, but you don't take ownership for your own actions and the things that you do, like me, being the reality coach, I know there are things that I may say that may upset someone, and I have no problem saying, you know what, I'm sorry that upset you, but in, but in the end, that was my opinion. And I apologize. And I will do better the next time and try to make sure that I am considerate and I compromise because I care. I can't be a politician all the time. I've got to bring peace. And the only way I bring peace is if I P-I-E-C-E, me together so I can have peace inside of me to know it's okay to say, you know what, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. It's okay to compromise. I can't be a politician all the time. And y'all know I love to be political. But there's time when there's a time for policy versus political. There's a time for your own personal personality and your own personal partners to come out and not always be about politics. And sometimes policies don't even work. Sometimes you got to piece that together, too. Find a way to piece the policy together so you can have peace. Two. Without being a politician means you got to compromise, y'all. we got to compromise. And, Kay, and, and, and white people and black people, me and Holly, we get into it all the time. Y'all, know, if y'all don't know Holly White. If you see her, she's she, she white, and I'm black. We get into it all the time, but we have no problem compromising. Because we love each other, not because of our color, but because of our content of the character that we display. We display what God says, love. And until we in America get back to that, and the only scripture that I know gives the best definition of how to get back to loving one another in America is Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face. Then will I heal 
the racism. Then when I heal the hurt, then when I heal the pain, then when I heal the illnesses, then when I heal all the bickering, all the fight, he'll heal the land, whatever's in the land that's keeping us divided. If we will humble ourselves enough, in other words, if we will compromise our own feelings and do what thus say the Lord, I promise you, you will see him come through here. And I'm telling you, America will be like the Garden of Eden all over again, a beautiful place to be. We want to, now I feel like I'm a prisoner in my own country, even though I can walk outside. I'm scared sometimes. Well, I ain't scared because God ain't giving me the spirit of peace. Y'all know I just, Lord, let me stop that. Let me cut that one off. Because he's giving me the spirit of, he's not giving me the spirit of fear, but a sound mind. Because I think on these things. I think on positive things. So let me just read like he just did. Let me rewind it. But I'm 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 more alert than I need to be in the land where I should be able to be free to walk outside and feel like it's okay to walk outside. I I want to I want to have that. I want to know that when uh, I see a police officer, am I going to have to worry about what's going to happen next? I know we can't have Mayberry because we got mayhem, but can we get can we get uh, what's another Mayshack or something? Maybe, maybe, maybe we can't get Andy and Andy Griffin and Barney Fife, but can we get somebody? Anybody? Can we get May Hope? <laughs> maybe better. Can I get some ABs in the community? We got enough, Mrs. Crabbe. We got enough busy bodies being nosy, worried about the wrong stuff at the wrong time, in the wrong season. Can I get some Aunt B's out here? Can I get some Uncle Frenchie? Can I get some Benson? You know, Dorothy, you you had um, mentioned that you and I have, have our disagreements, and God knows we do, but one thing that we've always... Uh, seen eye to eye on is scripture and the word of God. And I don't think either one of us have ever attended the same church at the same time or, or whatever, but we both have the scripture. So one thing that I like to think about instead of trying to find out what divides us, instead of trying to look at what separates us and what we disagree on, why don't we look at what we have in common and what we do agree on and what we are the same, how, what makes us the same, what makes us, um, what things do we share? And like you and I share the word of God. We, we like, we both love to pray and we read that Bible. And I don't think you and I have ever seen, I don't different ways. I could read a, a scripture and it might mean to you something different than it means to me, but I don't haven't not experienced that with you because we're both able to point how we uh, uh, interpreted and how we felt that that scripture taught us, and neither of us has been wrong because we are studying the word of Christ, and we want to be Christ-like. So if the whole country could do what you and I are doing and say, hey, look, we're different. We're different as night and day in a lot of ways, but let's don't look at that. Let's look at how we're alike. And God made every one of us. There's the biggest commonality of all. He made all of us 
you know, so we can all benefit from one another. And I do wish there was not a division of party names. Um, and I wish there was a little bit different system because we've always said we've had, we live in the best country and the freest country. But I think that somewhere down the line, some changes may need to come to make it a little bit more fair. And hopefully we can have some wise men help us <clears throat> do that. As we move along, uh, but we have to be a people and stand up and and stand for each other instead of standing against each other. That's all I have. Okay, now, Holly, let me tell you the one commonality that we all have, and let me tell you, I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it to the day that the Lord calls me home. Now, I know the Lord's going to call me home. Like I said, either he got me, he even came to get me. I'm good either way. So let me tell you what we do all have in common. The one commonality that we all have, we all bleed red. At the end of the day, if I need some blood to stay here a little longer and my father's not ready for me to come home, I don't care who he sent. They can be Japanese. They can be white. They can be Indian. They can be Vietnamese. They can be Hispanic. I don't care. Does it match my blood type? And is it red? And is it human? If it is, I'll take it. If I come out of it and I get to speak Japanese, Spanish, another language, so be it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, y'all. That's the one commonality that we all need to understand. At the end of the day, God made us all. He created us equal. We make ourselves unequal. We do it. We put that division there, not God. And we we are all born to die. We all are going to age, and we are all going to die physically, a physical death, not a spiritual death. But we are all born dying, so we have that in common as well. We're not – none of us are really superior. We don't have that that ever-ready uh, or Duracell battery in us that can just be replaced for an ever, ever and ever. One of these days, our expiration date will, will come up, and we all are going to have to answer to the same God, one God. Exactly, and that's again. That's a beautiful. That is a beautiful analogy. Once again, we're all there. Two and now that is something. There are three things we got in common. If you listen to, if you hear the words coming out of my mouth, that means you've been born. You got here. That's one thing we got in common. And then you got red blood in you. That's another thing we got in common. And the final thing, we gonna all die. So we got three things in common, one for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. I tell you, ain't God bad. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? We got three things in common. So why can't we just get along? Y'all, please, please, America, it doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democratic, just know that you have to take ownership for you. And you got to learn to compromise. Like I said, I won't declare nobody a winner. But I did say they both played dodgeball, but they both did a debate at the same time. And I'm telling you, I will play dodgeball while I'm debating too. When I don't know the answer, I'm going to dodge the question. That's just point blank, and I'm going to take ownership of that. I will. But that doesn't mean I didn't do well. That doesn't mean I didn't mean well. That just means I got to go study so I can do better. That's all. Give me a chance. Give everybody a chance. 
And we know some people just push the pin when it comes to getting a chance. But that's just who they are. If you see how a person, if a person shows you who they are, I believe my Angela said that, believe it. And figure out how to love that person within the confounds of who they are and figure out how we can get them to see themselves without putting them down and making them feel like they got to defend themselves all the time. There are people in your household, love family, loved ones, that feel like they got to defend themselves every time they come around family. That's not how it's supposed to be. So we got to start inside the households that we live in, first of all. Piece it together, P-I-E-C-E, so there can be peace inside your household so they won't have to feel like they got to come out and go to war. A lot of people are out here warring because they don't have no peace where they live. Period. Point low. Get some peace within so you can have peace when you're out and about. And I assure you, all the police officers that are doing things that shouldn't be done, they won't be able to do it because they'll have some peace. All the people that are out here doing things that they shouldn't be doing, they'll have peace. Get peace inside where you live because your home is your sanctuary. If you don't have no peace in there, you coming out as a warrior for no reason. And ain't nobody trying to fight you. You all messed up in your head for no reason, all on yourself own. All on yourself own. Yeah, I said it all wrong, but that's what that is. Holly, would you say that we need to get peace within so when we come out, we'll be at peace? And be able to walk around. Absolutely. Absolutely. And would you say it starts in your own home first? Oh, sure. In your own heart. Starts in your own heart, yes, but in your own home for sure. It's got to start in you. That's it. And and the only way to do that, the only way for me to get to peace is I had to learn that it's okay to disagree. It's okay to not like what someone says. It's all good. I'm not right all the time. Just most of the time. Ha ha. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not right a lot of the time. And I may be wrong all the time. But it's okay. Just let me know I'm wrong. And I don't have no problem with you telling me I'm wrong. long as you love me. And if I need some blood, you give me some. That's all. Because I ain't ready to go home, y'all. Unless God tell you don't give it to me now. If God say don't give me no blood, don't give me none. But I'm going to beg for it anyway. But if you just say no, I'm going to go on by my business. And, 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 and go on, on the glory and let God call me on home. But I'm sure I'm going to beg, though. So that's all I'm saying. Learn to compromise. Learn to truly put the word in your heart. Not on your back. Put the word of God in you. And I'm a firm believer in the Bible. I'm a firm believer in God. That is my Lord, my Savior. That's why I breathe every day. I get up thinking, what can I do to please God today? Every day. How can I be better than I was today than I was yesterday? Lord, I ain't trying to be perfect. I just want to be a little better. That's all. And, Lord, as long as you cleansing me with your kisses, I'm going to be all right. See, I don't let man clean me. I let man put some dishwater, but I let God wash me. Because he's the only, what can wash me white as snow? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
I let God wash me. You can run me some good water, but you can't wash me because ain't nobody got that kind of power for God. And when we learn that, when we stop letting men let man put man in their perspective place by running the dishwater, but we start looking at God, I promise you, it'll be cleaner than clean in America. That's all I have to say, like he said. Compromise. And with compromising Can I leave you? Yeah, compromising, hold on. Compromising brings, comp, compromising brings compassion. And with compassion, we have love. Go ahead, Holly. That's all I want to say. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I just want to leave this. Proverbs 10, verse 16. The wages, wages, the earnings, the wages of the righteous bring them life, but the income of the wicked brings them punishment. Just food for thought on this. Uh oh, Pastor the, Chris, did you did did you hear that scripture? Yes, Holly, he must. Yes, ma'am, I did. Yes, ma'am, I did. I heard it. I know I don't you need to turn the clock. Did you turn the clock? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't have. I, she just put an exclamation point on everything that was just said. So you know, she told me to preach, but see, Holly, she's the secret weapon. She's the silent assassin. And that's all I'm gonna say about that because we out of time. So I'm out. And Thank guess you. and guess what, Holly? You didn't even hear the yeah. whole conversation. That's how God. I works. didn't. That's how God. Oh works. wow. I'll I'll share it I and make sure that I back, I do see it. When you go back and listen to it, you'll hear why we're saying that's how God works. What was that scripture again? Proverbs what? Proverbs ten verse sixteen. The wages of the righteous brings them life. But the income of the wicked brings them punishment. Well, y'all, mask drop. She just dropped the mask. She just dropped the mask on everybody. So that again, the punishment, the the, the, the wages of the righteous bring what? Life. And the money of the wicked... Bring what? Punishment. And y'all, we know the wages of sin is death. That'd be death. Uh, do y'all not know that's right where we at? The Bible is real. It'll put you right on target. And after that, if you don't get no com- get no compromise, everybody can't be rich. And if you rich, how did you get your money? How did you get your money? I'm just saying. Until next I love time, you, preacher. Y'all. I love you, Dorothy. Love you too, Holly Star. Uh, until next time, everybody. Be blessed. And compromise is the key. Compromise is the key, along with love. Thank you all for watching. God bless you. I wouldn't be here without you. And like I said, anytime that you have anything to say to me, you can always reach out to me via Facebook. You can DM me, and I promise you I will get to you. And just know, I don't mind being wrong. I'm just giving my reality. That's it. That's all. And I love everybody. I don't care if you're Republican, Democratic, Democratic. As long as you're Biblocratic or Biblican, Biblican, I'm good. I'm good. As long as you're doing what does say the Lord, I'm good. Trust me. 
I don't care what party you, I don't care what color you got on, red or blue. It don't make me no difference. Because I allowed to come in there in black. But now I'm going to come in there in white because I'm going to carry the Holy Spirit. I'm going to come in there pure as gold. But it might be a little dirty on some spot because, you know, I ain't perfect. I'm just saying. Y'all, until next time, Chris, take us out of here. Holly, thank you. Thank you, all the viewers. Let me say who. Hey, Vicky, thank you, Trey. Hey, Becky, Nancy, Sierra, uh, Alana, uh, uh, Monica, uh, Donna, Renee, Rachel, Michael, Bobby, Tony, Holly. Uh, I mean, just I, I can't get to everybody, but thank you all so much for tuning in. God bless y'all, Lily and James Ross, and all of you guys, thank you for tuning in. And like I said, anytime you have a question for the reality coach, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can reach out to me. I promise you I'll get to you. And I don't mind if you tell me off. I love being told off because guess what? I love being loved. That lets me know you're loving me and you're listening to me. Hey, next time y'all click like and share. Let me know you, you, you're feeling something. Let me know something. Put a like button or a, a wink or a thumbs down. I don't care if you don't like it. It's okay. I'm just happy you was listening. That's it. That's all. Bye, guys, girls, people. Chris, we ready to get up out of here.
Radio, Central Texas. <laughs>